Hey, and welcome to the Motherhood Simplified Podcast. I'm your host, Krista Lockwood. And if you ever look around your house and wonder where the heck did all this stuff come from and how am I ever going to get it out, you are in the right place. I'm a mom of five who decluttered her home back in 2013 when my family and I decided to move from Alaska to Florida with one suitcase each. And I do not recommend it. What I do recommend is learning how to declutter without becoming a full-blown minimalist, which means learning to find the balance of what your family needs and wants without it being so much that it overwhelms you on a daily basis. So if that sounds good to you, you are going to love this podcast. Let's dive into the episode. been trying to declutter your house and not been as successful as you like, I am willing to bet that I can help you figure out exactly why. There are a lot of reasons that moms feel like they can't declutter, declutter, whether it's their kids or their spouse or the time or the energy or just simply not knowing what to do, where to take things, how to donate, right? How to do it mindfully, how to not be wasteful. Uh, Plus you're worried about like, what if I need it? You know, I wasted so much money on this. What if I need it again and I can't get it? There is so much that goes into decluttering as a mom. And I promise that if you have thought it or felt it, I have heard it before or experienced it myself. And that is exactly why I created this training called how to create your mom proof decluttering plan. And I've done a lot of decluttering checklists, challenges, courses, programs in the past, and they work. And this training really is the framework for every single thing that moms need to consider when it comes to decluttering their home. It's the plan. We're actually going to build your plan together. It's following through with your plan and it's including your family and even learning how to make this process as enjoyable as possible. Because most people feel like The task is daunting or just another thing on their to-do list, and I don't want it to feel like that for you. So this free training, how to create your mom-proof decluttering plan, you can go to motherhoodsimplified.com forward slash DIY to get it, or you can just check the show notes of this episode and you will find it. Come get it. I know there is so much information about there. A lot of it is much the same. Five steps to declutter your house, you know? Here's the checklist to declutter this area of your house, but none of them really show you the full scope of what goes into doing this start to finish. And that's exactly what's in this training. So go check it out, motherhoodsimplified.com forward slash DIY, or check the description of this episode to go get it today. Welcome to the Motherhood Simplified Podcast. I'm your host, Crystal Lockwood, and on the surface, I teach you how to declutter your home so you can focus on what matters most to you as a mom, which I'm guessing isn't those laundry mountains, dishes stacked to the sky, and the tornadoes you clean up all day. My hope for this podcast is so much more than teaching you to declutter. I record all of my episodes live and in real time so that you can have the experience of a mom friend who gets you and is there for you. My audio isn't perfect, my kids might interrupt us, but the conversations we have are real, impactful, and proof that there are other moms like you that decluttering has worked for. If you want to join me and thousands of other moms for live episodes, go find us on Instagram and Facebook. 
Just search Motherhood Simplified and we'll welcome you with open arms. See you soon. Hey, everybody. Welcome to today's episode where we are talking about how and why you should declutter so that playing with your kids is fun and easy. I have Breezy here with me. And we're doing this early morning and I have my coffee and we're ready to go. <laughs> but yesterday in the group, I asked you guys a question. Hey, Lindsay. I asked you guys a question. I asked you pretty open-endedly and I should have been like, I should have been a little bit more specific in how I asked you guys, but I, I just asked you, do you like playing with your kids? Why or why not? Hey, Audrey. She says, I'm new to this group. Excited to be a part of it. Welcome. I'm glad you're here playing soccer right now with the kiddo. Love it. Love it. So I asked you that. I just asked you yes or no, why or why not? Kept it really simple. And pretty much everybody had similar answers in that, yes, they do love to play with their kids. There's a certain kind of play that a lot of us don't enjoy, and I can relate to that. Um, but I want to ask you a follow-up question to that real quick before, before we get into this episode, because this is what I was really wondering, is how often are you actually able to play with your kids in a way that feels good, in a way that is easy, in a way that doesn't make you feel like you're distracted by all of the other things that you need to do, all of the other areas of your home. Hey, Jessica and Miriam. Hey, Crystal. You know, we want to play with our kids, but it's hard for us because we're like, I could be cleaning the kitchen, cleaning up these toys. Oh, Kaylee's going to scream. Anyway, um, so that's what I was wondering is like, yes, of course, we all love to play with our kids. Of course, we want to be present with them. Of course, we want to give them attention and time. But how often are we actually able to do it easily, right? Now, some of you brought that up. Some of you did say that. You said, yes, I do love to play with my kids. I want to play with my kids, but I don't feel like I can, or I don't feel like I enjoy it because there's so much going on, right? Like I'm pulled in so many different directions that sitting down and playing with them just isn't something that happens. Like I wish that it could, or if it does happen, I'm so distracted <laughs> by my running to-do list, or I am so frustrated by the toys in general, that the last thing I want to do is play with them because it's already a mess. And how are we even going to play in it? Right. Hey, Emily. Um, so I, I appreciated those answers because that's how it used to feel for me. So I'm going to read Ruby's comments. Ruby says, very rarely they come to me when I'm doing something and I always have to pursue what I'm doing. Oh, pause what I'm doing to connect with them. And then I'm thinking about how I need to get back to the job I was doing. Yes. That is exactly how it used to be for me, Ruby. And that was, um, what I was hoping to pull out of you guys yesterday. But like I said, I asked the question wrong. No big deal. We're talking about it now. So I'm going to tell you guys about how it used to feel and what our play used to look like with my kids back before we decluttered. And they were still pretty young. Um, so they were 
when we got rid of all of our clutter, they were two, four, and seven. So I spent a lot of the really young years that are very demanding and do require you to be down playing with them and engaging with them and teaching them and showing them how to clean up and all that stuff, being really overwhelmed. I did not feel like I had the time to do that with them. They had bedrooms and playrooms and our living room and basically any part of the house full of toys that I was always cleaning up that I just did not have the time nor the desire to sit and play with them because all I was trying to do was clean it up, was to organize it, was to get it back in order. And if I ever did get to that point where I was like, things are looking pretty good, the last thing I wanted to do was sit down with them and have them pull it all out and turn it into an explosive mess again, right? So that was the one you know kind of cycle that we were stuck in. And the other cycle was that in order for me to actually sit down and play with them required me to first clean up because it was like, I can't play like this. I, it just makes no sense. What are we going to do? Like we aren't even playing. We are just in a room full of stuff, throwing things around. Right. And it's just not fun. Um, so that was the cycle that we were in and it wasn't enjoyable I wanted to play with them. I wanted to do those things with them, but it wasn't fun. And I felt like a mean mom way more than I ever felt like a fun mom who could actually play with my kids, which sucked. So Jessica says, my three-year-old son's favorite time together is him sitting on my lap. I don't feel bad for just lounging on the couch. He requires more time now than dad. Now that dad is at work and his sisters go to school, I can get my cleaning done in 30 minutes. Love it. Angie says, yes, this is so my life right now. Um, and he's watching your life with me. Yay. Hello, little one. Um, I don't know his name. What's his name? Um, so, but also like Jessica said, I want to just give you this tip. I talk a lot about toys. Okay. We have a ton of toy episodes. Go listen to those. But what Jessica just said right now, that's what your kids want most from you. They don't want you to be like, you know, constantly entertaining them and constantly throwing toys in their face and constantly being like, go play with that, go do that, go into the playroom and be away from me so that I can focus on the things that I want to do. They want to sit with you on the couch and snuggle, or they want to sit on the floor and do a puzzle with you just doing a puzzle with them. And then it being really easy, like that's what they want most. They don't want all those toys. So go listen to those episodes to learn more about that. But just the simplest way I can say it is they care more about you than they do about the toys that you're putting in the room with them. Hey, Sabrina. Um, hey, Gage. Okay. So that's what it was like pre-decluttering, like what it looked like in our house. Yes, I wanted to play with them. Yes, I wanted to give them the attention and the presence that they deserved. Yes, I wanted to have fun with them, but no, it didn't happen nearly as much as I wanted to, if at all. And that sucked. So after we decluttered, right guys, like when we brought, when we only had one suitcase of toys, I'm not saying that you guys have to go as extreme as we did. We had one suitcase of toys. It was like night and day. 
And I think guys, and I've done, I have a lot of um, podcast interviews coming out where I was guests on other people's shows talking about this stark black and white difference that I got to experience because we decluttered the way that we did, you know, but we went from that really overwhelming life to where we had a playroom jam-packed full of toys. We had their bedrooms jam-packed full of toys. I had the preschool that I ran, a thousand square foot house jam-packed full of toys. And in a matter of a month, we got to move to a new home with one suitcase of toys. And what happened was amazing. Okay. All of a sudden my kids played. Okay. Like they actually played and this is just hear me out, hear what I'm saying. But before we decluttered, it was like my kids constantly needed me to be like, what are we going to do? What are we going to play? What are you going to do with me? What are you going to do with me? What are you going to do with me? And I would always be like, nothing, go play, go play, go play, go play. Right. Because I didn't have time to entertain them 24 seven. But when we got to Florida and we only had that one suitcase of toys, it was like all of a sudden they didn't even need me to play with them. Like they were no longer like, mom, what are you going to do with us? What are you going to do with us? What are you going to give us? What are you going to, what are you going to do with us? Right? Like, how are you going to play with us? Come with us, come with us. Like they just played. And it was the weirdest thing because the first week we were there, we had all the toys out in the living room and no joke from the time they ate breakfast to the time it was time for nap. They just played no fighting, no chaos. And I just got to sit there and like watch them play and join in as they asked me to. And, um, really watched them actually play for basically the first time ever that I had actually seen, which was really cool, at least within inside of our home. Right. Um, so it was really nice to be like, wow, like they have the freedom and ease that they deserve to play as kids. I have some freedom and ease as their mom to just sit back and enjoy this. Like I've always wanted to. And I felt like I could actually have fun with them. Like we built forts and I wasn't freaking out over the mess. Like I let them play with flour in a cookie sheet on the table and make a big mess. And I didn't care. I wasn't freaking out. And it just got really easy and really fun. And ever since that, we've always, we've maintained that kind of like simple balance of them being able to play and do their own thing and have their own space and take care of their stuff me being able to join in with them and play and engage with them and do that stuff with them. And it, it was really nice because I used to think that I was just like the, the kind of mom who, who's like, I guess I'll just never play with my kids. Like it's, I would say things like, it's not my job to entertain them. <laughs> you know, they're on their own. Like, I don't have time for this. Like I am meeting their needs by making them dinner and keeping the house afloat. Like it made it so that I could actually do those things that do matter and that are fun and that do make motherhood special for me as their mom, because I'll be able to look back on this and be like, that was some of our favorite things to do together. And it was fun and easy, but hopefully when they're grown up too, they'll be like, wow, mom was able to give us time and do those things with us when we asked her to. Um, I don't do it every single time, but you know, most of the time I'm able to say yes easily. And I actually 
I'm able to enjoy it. I will be upfront and let you guys know that I don't like, I don't really like playing like dress up or house or Barbies or those kinds of things that require just like a whole lot of imagination. I will be totally honest about that and say that I just don't, I just don't enjoy it. And I think the reason that I don't enjoy it is because they're wanting to play the things that I live every single day, right? Like when they want to create stories of like moms and dads and families, I'm like, I literally am the mom every single day, right? So (laughs) maybe that's totally off. I don't know. But those kinds of things, I just don't enjoy. I don't think we have to enjoy every kind of play or want to do it 24 seven. Cause I definitely don't want to do it 24 seven. I also want to break. Um, and I also, there are just some things that I don't like to, I don't like to play. Um, like I like playing with, yeah, anyway, anyway, I won't get too much into that. Um, my husband says that I don't play with them, but I don't play past the two two to three-year-old stage. After that, I'm better at interaction while doing something relevant. Probably sounds bad, but I'm okay to say dad is the fun one. Yeah, and I'm the same way. Like, it's it's hard for me to get into that mode, and I don't know why. But my husband, it's easy for him. It's easy for him to do that, but then it's easy for me to do, like, the life part of things, like cooking with them and doing their hair and playing board games and doing puzzles and building with like the magnet tiles and those kinds of things. And I do like playing with them like Kaylee because there's no storylines and I'm not like trying to keep up and stuff. Anyway, (laughs) yeah, there's different kinds of play. And I think we all excel at whatever it is that we're good at. Um, And that's okay too. Like I am much better at being the one who's like, let's paint your nails. Like let's do the craft. Like let's build the fort. And of course, anything outdoors, like being in the yard is super easy. I'm like, you guys want to play tag? You want to play 500, whatever, like that stuff's easy for me, but the, some of it really is not. Some final thoughts on playing at the, in the home and making it fun and easy. Yes. This is my coffee. Hi, Kaylee. Kaylee's here. Derek's here. Breezy has been in and out. (laughs) Um, When you are thinking about your home, and how you want it to be easier to play in and how you want it to be easier to actually sit down and play with your kids. Like one of my favorite things to do too is like all my kids on the bed or on the couch, everybody reading their own books, right? Reading their own books together, but separately, right? Like I love doing that. But when it comes to your home, you have to think about the stuff that's in it, the toys that are in it and how they are serving your vision and your ability to make this type of experience with your kids easier or harder. If you have too many toys, I guarantee you it's making it way harder. So when I think about my home and the types of toys that we have and the amount of toys that we have, I am asking myself, is this easy for them to play in? Okay. It depends on their ages, but like, is this easy for them to play in? Is it easy for them to see what they have Is it easy for them to take it out and actually do the thing with the toy or whatever it is? And is it easy for them to clean it up and put it back? Because if it's not easy for them, it's not going to be easy for you 
either. Okay. You're not this advanced creature who can create these complicated toy organization and storage systems that make it easy for your kids to keep up on too, right? It's just not going to happen. So that is why I get so fired up about decluttering the toys because they really don't matter. Your kids don't care so much about the toys. They care way more about you actually being able to be involved with them and using those things and showing them how to take care of the stuff. So, yeah, I see that baby puppy. Um, Kaylee, show me your baby puppy. So, you really don't need a lot of stuff, okay? A lot of stuff is going to make it harder for you to do those things. Listen to the other toy episodes, get into the purge-a-thon, do one of the courses like Seven Days to an Uncluttered Home or Clutter-Free Motherhood where I really dive deep with you and give you exact step-by-step guides on how to do this and hands-on support and actually doing this um, because we get so caught up on the stuff that we forget that the stuff isn't what we should be focusing on in the first place. The stuff that we should be focusing on are the kids and the relationships and you're letting your stuff get in the way of those relationships, which I'm pretty sure because you're listening to this and you, you're still here listening to this, that's not what you want, right? You don't, you don't really want a toy organization system or a toy storage system. What you want is to be able to play with your kids and enjoy your kids, right? Without all of the distractions. So that is today's episode. I, tomorrow is actually going to be an early episode again. And because like I said, I'm being interviewed on a lot of other podcasts, which is really exciting, really exciting. And I will let you guys know when they air and I will see you guys on the next episode. Hey friend, did you love this episode? If you did, I would love if you took a screenshot of it and shared it with somebody else. Okay. The whole point of this is to create a community of moms who get each other, who support each other and who, when they find something that helps them, they share it with somebody. So I would love if you shared this podcast with somebody with maybe just a little note about how it helped you or how it inspired you so that it can help somebody else. I would also love it if you left me a review. Leaving a review lets me get better stats on the internet and blah, blah, blah. Basically, it helps me help more moms like you. I would so appreciate it. If you hated this episode, I'm sorry, but I'm also kind of impressed that you listened to it all and you're still listening. So still leave me a review, still share it (laughs) because I'm sure somebody can benefit from it. I'll see you guys on the next episode. Hey, before you go, I have a question to ask you. Would you please leave me a five-star review if you are listening on iTunes? It helps me grow my show and reach more moms like you who are wanting to declutter without becoming a full-blown minimalist. If you love the show, I would love it if you shared something specific that you find valuable or helpful or that you just enjoy about listening to this show. It would mean the world to me if you took time out of your day to do that. And while you're at it, 
Head over to motherhoodsimplified.com to listen to more podcast episodes or check out our Facebook group, Instagram, just to connect on social media. If you love these episodes and if you love this show, please tag me. I love to connect with you over there. Podcasts are kind of like a one-way conversation where I feel like I'm talking to you and with you. But when you tag me on social media, I feel like we can take that one step further and actually connect with each other, which is the whole point of me starting this podcast and community in the first place is to be able to connect with moms like you who are wanting to declutter without becoming a full-blown minimalist. So tag me in your Instagram stories. I'm motherhood underscore simplified. Check out the Motherhood Simplified Facebook group or head over to the site and just find even more blogs, podcasts, decluttering courses to help you continue on your decluttering journey. Thanks so much. And I'll talk to you soon.